You're listening to the Her Leadership Coach Podcast for the quietly determined career woman who's looking to step up into her first or next level leadership role. If you're looking to make a bigger, more positive difference in your organization, you've come to the right place. Well, hello, welcome in. It's Rochelle. On today's episode of Her Leadership Coach, we're going to take a closer look at how shifting your perspective can help you plan for your long-term career goals. We're going to discuss the importance of basically taking this bird's eye view of your career goals and planning for the future. We'll also explore strategies for shifting your perspective to achieve long-term success through the lens of the Her Leadership Way Manifesto. Now, if you haven't got your copy of the manifesto yet, make sure you click the link in the show notes so you can download that today. But as a brief overview, the manifesto consists of three core principles and nine mindset shifts. And these principles and shifts serve as the foundation for the strategies and advice we're going to discuss through this episode By adopting these principles and mindset shifts, you'll find you're no longer simply doing leadership things, but you've actually become a leader on the inside and everything becomes just so much clearer and I don't know, just easier. Okay, so let's start by looking at how to determine if this conversation around shifting your perspective for long-term career goals applies to you by looking at the signs that mm, you may need a perspective shift. So let's dive in and explore these signs. First one is if you're feeling stuck or stagnant in your current role or even career path. And this can happen to most of us every now and then. For example, maybe you've been in your current role for five years or more and you've been giving it your all and you're wanting to move. You feel stuck, but you have not had any promotions or opportunities to advance within the company. And this can definitely lead to frustration and starting to wonder if your hard work is ever going to pay off and is it even worth it? Second sign is you just struggle to visualize your future in 5, 10 or 15 years. And I know right now 15 years seems like a really long time away, Uh, but this might resonate with you if you are an experienced professional, if you've been around for a while in your career, but you're unsure about what your long-term goals are or maybe you're even considering a change in your field and so the uncertainty that you've got right now can make it really challenging to even see your future right let alone plan for your future you just can't see what the next step is let alone what the next two or three next steps are. Uh, Third sign is you're reacting to short-term challenges and opportunities without any consideration for how they align with your long-term goals. So this can happen if you're caught up in the pressures of your job, like we all often are meeting deadlines, um, handling those urgent requests that come in your fighting fires, And that's causing you to prioritize your short-term tasks and projects over aligning your daily efforts with 
where you're ultimately wanting to go with your career <clears throat> and really you want that to be a balance right there will always be the short-term tasks and projects but it's when you're constantly in that space and you're putting those in as a priority over the long-term thinking all of the time uh, and the fourth sign is you're feeling overwhelmed by the demands of your current role and you've just got no energy left to think about your future when you think about it how many of us when we're asked how are you respond with ah oh, busy like I'm pretty sure every time I ask that question that's the response I get we all have a lot going on now and when we've got long work hours complex tasks that we're working on it really is no surprise that you struggle to find that mental space um, mental energy to focus on your long-term career goals and hopes and dreams especially when you factor in the responsibilities outside of work as well. Uh, there's no time while you're at work. There's no time outside of work. Uh, and so, yeah, what do you do? So all really common symptoms. And if you're still listening at this stage, I'm guessing one or perhaps even all of them may have struck a chord. So with all of that, is it really important to have a long-term vision? Like, do you really need to take the time? Well, yes. And also it's a little bit complicated. Let's start with looking at the benefits of having a long-term vision. And this is just a few. There's, there's many, but I'm going to touch on a few. First is it's really helpful for taking on leadership roles, right? So a clear vision gives you that direction and I think more importantly for me at least the purpose that guides you towards where you're heading and making the strategic decisions along the way. Without having a clear vision you might find you're drifting from job to job and really missing out on opportunities that uh, would take you to a better place and you're left feeling pretty much unsatisfied, often deflated, um, disengaged from your work and your organization or simply burnt out because you're just running and running and running to stay in, in, in the same place. Um, it helps you stay focused and motivated even when facing setbacks now, getting to a leadership role is a journey and being a leader is a journey. And in all of those spaces uh, on the journey, you will face setbacks. There is no doubt in my mind that's going to happen. So uh, brace yourself for that. But knowing your long term vision, it really helps you to be more resilient when you face those challenges because you sort of it shifts your perspective, which is what this is all about, right? It shifts your perspective and you start to see these challenges more as a stepping stone on your path, something that you may need to step around, step over, um, move out of your way because you're quite clear on where it is you're going. You don't see them as a stopping point, right? It's, it's more something to get around. So it helps you keep that focus on where you're going and the motivation to get there. Uh, and finally, it allows you to prioritize your time, energy, and resources. 
So if you've got a clear vision, then you can start investing in things that are going to take you towards that vision rather than a hodgepodge of courses or um, lectures or networking opportunities or uh, summits that you might go to. Instead, you're like, right, I know where I'm going and I know what it's going to take me to get there. And so I'm going to invest in the right training. Uh, go to the right networking opportunities and even put my hand up for projects that are going to help me work towards my goals, my vision. So hopefully from that, you can see that having a long-term vision and it's taking the time to reflect on your career goals really is important. It's, it's almost vital because that clarity empowers you to make better decisions, stay motivated, and ultimately reach your destination. However, I'm going to put a little caveat in here and be honest with you. While I have had five and ten year visions for my career and my life, I haven't always achieved them. But before you dismiss the idea, hear me out. Sometimes I have found that working towards a vision has actually led me to opportunities and outcomes that were beyond my wildest dreams, even if the original vision didn't come true. So 10 years ago, if you'd have looked at my vision, it was to be a manager in a customer service center. I also had visions around having my nice little house in the suburbs renovated. I wanted to travel to different places around the world. And 10 years ago, that was a really solid vision, right? For the place that I was, where I'd just started in a new organization right down the bottom, um, all of that was a pretty decent vision. But of course, life does some lifing. Um, the house in the suburbs fell victim to my now ex-partner. The travel had a pretty damn good start then was completely squashed by the pandemic for a while. Uh, and while I had started working towards becoming a senior advisor in my service center, which is the step between where I was and the manager role, I actually ended up on a completely different track, eventually in a role that was just far different than I thought was possible for me back then. So the thing is, while the vision didn't come true, it was because I started to work towards it that I am where I am. Because what that did was gave me the opportunity to start learning the senior advisor skills. I was put up as someone that had the potential to be a senior advisor. And uh, so they started you know, taking me through the training. And that alone gave me more confidence and also made me realize that that role really wasn't what I was looking for after all. And both of those things led me to apply for other roles outside of the service center. And here we are today. So I guess what I'm saying is that, yes, I think having a vision is super important. Achieving the exact vision might just be optional. With all of that said, let's look at some of the unique challenges women might face when trying to shift their perspective and create a long term vision. So the first and clearly favorite, <laughs> which is a reason for almost everything, is society, right? So again, we have these expectations and pressures put on us as we grow up and as we enter the workforce and just, you know, through being a woman uh, and then 
also extra societal expectations and pressures through being a woman of colour um, and any other, you know, neurodiversity, um, LGBTQ, anything that is not white and male has these different societal expectations and pressures that aren't aligned with the dominant ones. And so women often feel the weight of these expectations about their roles and responsibilities and you know that is be a wife be a mum be in the home um, and yes that has changed over the last few decades and yet still it's still prevalent in many circles and still baked into a lot of people's psyche and because of that it still makes it difficult for us to easily prioritize our careers uh, and establish a long-term vision, particularly if we're of a certain age where we haven't had children yet, uh, there is a you know still a very high expectation on us to have children, uh, and you know it's fine to have or not to have like entirely a woman's choice, um, but having those expectations can make it difficult to go, well, where is where does my career fit in here? Um, or it can make it difficult for where does a, a child fit in here that I desperately want, however I'm, you know, working on my career right now. So that can make it really difficult to create a long-term vision. Um, and what that ends up doing is we are more likely to focus on our short-term needs than on developing a strategic plan for career advancement. And I think it is entirely possible to create a long-term vision regardless of what else is going on in your life because that can, you know, it's all part of it. Uh, Second challenge is that we are more likely to experience self-doubt and imposter syndrome uh, in a bigger way than men. And that can often hinder our ability to see ourselves in high-level leadership roles or see ourselves making big, bold career moves. And that was certainly the case for me 10 years ago. Uh, there was no way I had the vision that I could be where I am now. Uh, and, you know, completely different person now than I was then. But this lack of confidence that we often have can cause us to shy away from opportunities at the time that can contribute to our long-term success. And, um, you know, that limits our exposure to valuable experiences, uh, potential growth opportunities. We worry that if we take on, you know, a bold career move that we're going to crash and burn um, or someone's going to call us out and tell us we shouldn't be there. So that can definitely get in the way of our long-term vision. Uh, Third challenge is, Often we have a limited access to networks and resources. Uh, And again, this is changing as more and more women's groups pop up um, and it's probably been made a little bit more difficult with the pandemic because we are often not in the office at the same time as our networks and, you know, other resources that we might be able to tap into. Um, And so without those networks like you know there's fewer opportunities for finding mentors or for finding a sponsor Um, sometimes even fewer opportunities for professional development unless you're able to commit 
to going into the office five days in a row uh, for a face-to-face course, which amazingly some people are still insisting on doing, which drives me crazy. Um, But all of those are really essential for like gaining your leadership skills. So having those people in your life, the, the professional development opportunities help you hone your leadership skills, expand your professional network and then that gives you that clarity around where you want to go. Um, having conversations with your network can give you clarity around what's possible, can open your vision to a bigger picture. Um, so, yeah, really important to have those networks and, and you know professional development opportunities to create your long-term vision. Our next challenge is that we often struggle with setting boundaries and prioritizing our own needs. And yes, uh, you know, that's common, unfortunately, again, probably to do with society and expectations. However, it makes it challenging to carve out time for our planning and our personal growth because we're so busy meeting other people's needs uh, and you know people pleasing often that we don't have time for our own and we often put other people's needs first which ultimately impacts our ability to create and also pursue a clear long-term vision Uh, And also can slow down our career progress along the way, right? Um, So, yeah, we definitely need to work on those boundaries. And then finally, we tend to be more prone, and there's research on this, to internalizing failures or setbacks. And so we will see a, you know, something that went wrong as meaning we are not good enough rather than that was just luck and the reverse where something goes right we will often attribute that to luck or other people and not internalize it so we've kind of got this backwards right and when we do that that really can negatively affect our motivation and belief in our ability to achieve our long-term career goals and that can create the cycle of self-doubt and hesitation when you're making strategic decisions about where you're going to go. Um, Also your resilience and adaptability in the face of challenges that come along after a failure ends up being reduced which also impacts your ability to stay motivated and committed to your long-term vision and and your goals. Uh, And so you often decide that it's not worth setting them. Okay, so we definitely have some challenges. Okay, then, so how do we create a compelling, inspiring vision with all of this stuff stacked against us? Well, I'm so glad you asked because this is where we can put the Her Leadership Way manifesto principles and mindset shifts to work. First, let's talk about asking powerful questions. So the first principle of the Her Leadership Way Manifesto is we ask powerful questions. So we want to use this principle to seek clarity, to seek insights by asking ourselves questions about our career, about our goals, about what path we see moving forward. 
Um, if we start to ask ourselves those questions, I think journaling on questions like that is a wonderful place to start. It helps you to uncover those opportunities and develop a more sort of strategic approach to your long-term vision, to your long-term career planning. Um, so you might ask, for example, what are my long-term career goals and, and really spend some time on that. Where do I see myself in five years? Uh, where do I see myself in 10 years? You might want to give yourself several options. One of the things that I like to do is give myself a conservative option, uh, a probable option and a blue sky dream option. Uh, and I almost guarantee that with any 10-year plan you're going to achieve your blue sky dream option and that's why I'd love for you to put that down now. Once you've got a little bit more clarity around those career opportunities then start to narrow them down uh, and I'll talk a little bit more about how you might do that but then ask yourself what steps do I need to take to achieve these goals um, and also look at and this is going to help you narrow down your career goals, but how can I leverage my strengths and work with my weaknesses or around my weaknesses to reach my desired career outcome? Now, a coach is trained in asking these questions for you. So if you want help with this, reach out and let's have a chat. But let's dig a little deeper into asking powerful questions and take a look at the underlying mindset shifts. So each of the principles has three underlying mindset shifts. The first one under asking powerful questions is shifting from a know-it-all to a learn-it-all. And that takes a growth mindset. Uh, and a growth mindset means we are continuously looking for new knowledge, skills and experiences that all add to your long-term career goals. Uh, it also means you're embracing challenges and you're open to learning from them. That is all about having a growth mindset. As Carol Dweck, who is the author of the book Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, and the person who coined the term growth mindset puts it, in a growth mindset, challenges are exciting rather than threatening. So rather than thinking, oh, I'm going to reveal my weaknesses, you say, wow, here's a chance to grow. Right. And so by shifting from know it all to learn it all, uh, part of which is taking on that growth mindset, you start looking for opportunities without worrying so much about am I going to fail and more seeing it as a chance to grow. So rather than avoiding that next challenging project due to this fear of failure, view it as an opportunity. Okay, next, let's shift our mindset from being self-absorbed to self-aware. So this is the second mindset shift under the principle of we ask powerful questions. Uh, so this is where you do reflect on those strengths, weaknesses, and also your values that I was talking about earlier, which helps you to develop a deeper understanding of your personal and professional needs. I wish I'd done this before starting down the path of becoming a senior advisor because it would have helped me see that that was definitely not going to be the role for me based on my strengths, uh, my values, how I love to work, the autonomy I need in my work life. Um, it would have saved me a, a little bit of time, but still, you know, I got to where I am because of the start of that journey. But the self-awareness helps you make more informed decisions about your 
career path and it ensures that your long-term goals are aligned with who you are, with your authentic self, if you like. So to do this, regularly assess your career progress and ask yourself, how satisfied am I where I am right now? Look at the pieces of what you're doing, the separate tasks or interactions or collaborations and check in. What do I enjoy? What don't I enjoy? Uh, Again, doing some journaling around these types of questions is really helpful to, to see it staring in front of you on a piece of paper. Look for feedback from your colleagues or mentors and um, participate in professional development workshops or membership groups like Accelerate Your Leadership Academy and that will help you gain a clearer understanding of your uniqueness, your um, your skills, your interests, your areas for growth, particularly when you hear from other women and what they're doing and that can spark some uh, interest in you. And finally... The last mind shift under asking powerful questions is shifting from reacting to responding. So one of the tricks in this mindset shift is to practice a bit of mindfulness and of course emotional intelligence to better manage your stress uh, and that helps you to make thoughtful decisions rather than reacting to what's happening in the moment And that can help you as well maintain focus on your long-term career goals. So uh, Daniel Goleman, who's the author of Emotional Intelligence, he says, if your emotional abilities aren't in hand, if you don't have self-awareness, if you are not able to manage your distressing emotions, if you can't have empathy and have effective relationships, then no matter how smart you are, you are not going to get very far. So you need to work on these pieces. It is part of being a leader from the inside out uh, so that when you're faced with a challenging situation at work, you can take a moment to pause, assess your emotions, look back on those strengths and your, your vision and your strategic direction and thoughtfully respond rather than reacting impulsively. Uh, And by doing that, it's going to help you keep that clear focus on your long-term goals and make more strategic decisions along the way. Okay, so that's asking powerful questions. Of course, we can't forget the other principles. Uh, We'll just touch lightly on these. So one is the second principle is taking 100% responsibility, which means you're going to embrace ownership of your career. You're going to recognize that you have the power to shape your career path and to achieve your long-term goals. Uh, Eleanor Roosevelt once said, you must do the thing you think you cannot do. So to do this, look at what the actions are that you can take to advance your career, whether that's you know getting mentors, um, training, volunteering for projects that along with your align with your long-term goals, and then commit to taking these actions and hold yourself accountable for your progress. And then the final principle is we give grace to ourselves and others. And really, I want you to know that the path to long-term success, whether it's career or business or life, is not always a straight line. In fact, it really is. I don't know anyone who has had a straight line career path and is super happy with it. Uh, Understand it will probably involve setbacks or detours along the way. 
and give yourself some compassion. Also, grow your empathy and allow yourself and others the space to learn, to grow, to adapt with whatever's going on at the time. So when you encounter setbacks or face criticism, which is also part of it, remind yourself that, hey, this is growth. This is what's involved in getting to where I want to go. Thanks for joining me this week. If you want to continue the conversation about planning out your career or being a leader from the inside out, why not join us in the Women in Leadership Facebook group? I also want to let you know that some of this podcast was created with the assistance of artificial intelligence. As a leader, I want you to be sure that you are aware of all of the different AI tools that are out there. Uh, While the ideas, examples and language are all still mine, I do occasionally get help with editing the audio from AI uh, and it helps write my show notes and occasionally saves me from writer's block. Uh, although that's often not a problem. But all of it saves me time, which is, of course, really valuable for me as a busy entrepreneur, career woman, mother, wife, and all of the things. If you got value out of this episode, I would love it if you could share it with others. And of course, if you've been listening to podcasts for any amount of time, you will know that rating the show and leaving a review helps others find the show. And so I would love if you would go right now and do just that. Thank you. Until next week, continue to lead the way her way.